0: Hey podcast listeners, welcome to episode 34 of Misfits. This is where I speak to the rebels, the outliers, and the unconventionals. Try to see things as how they see it and to learn from them. Some of these individuals include Betty Lee, who did her first solo traveling around the world at the age of 60, Taking Soon, who is the architect behind the People's Park Complex, Agent Pang, and a whole lot more. And today on the show, we're doing things a little bit differently. I'm with a new friend here, Jr. Hines, where I met, uh, where we met at the World Domination Submit up in Portland, Oregon. So uh, I invited him and uh, sat down together to chat about our experiences over at the World Domination Summit. and I get to uh, pick some uh, knowledge actually from Jr. Life's experience. So, JR is the owner of Heinz and Associates, specializing in employer sponsored health insurance plans. Today, over 90% of his business is developed through referrals. He also have a private pilot license and fly a Siena 172. He also jumped out of an airplane twice, but never one that he was flying. JR Repelled down the building a day before his wedding and threw a surprise wedding for 50 of his guests. One of his favorite things to do is to spend time with his four nephew and niece. So in this conversation today, we spoke about our learnings uh, from the World Domination Summit, conference hacking, uh, JR personal mission statement, and much, much more. Uh, So JR also apologised for the wrong mention of uh, Yes, Marshall Marshall. Uh, It's supposed to be Yes, Yes, Marshall. And uh, if you're wondering why there's a lot of nervous laughter in this episode, which is mainly from me, uh, you'll get to listen to it, the episode, and you will know why. So without further ado, I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did with JR. Um, so a little bit of context about this podcast is going to be a quite an interesting episode. Um, so uh, I we were just at an event and we just met. Yeah. Um, Maybe, how long would you say? Uh, seven days? Yeah, last Tuesday. Yeah, it was a week ago today. Yeah, so we met seven days ago. Um, fast friends. Right. <laughs> Uh and uh we will, I I wanna like record this uh podcast to sort of like talk about a couple of interesting topics that we're gonna talk about. Conference yeah. hacking, we're gonna talk about networking. Uh JR is also a uh, super uh real estate uh, verite. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna talk about that all that. Um so JR, do you wanna just sort start us off on like how we met? On yeah, your yeah. side of the story.
1: Yeah. Well uh, uh so WDS, World Domination Summit, is an event that I found out about a year ago after going to a TEDx event. I went to this TEDx event. Someone else, I was telling someone about it. She said, well, if you like TEDx events, you'll definitely like WDS. Thankfully, she didn't tell me what the name of it actually was at the time. <laughs> so it might, it might have turned me off. But I signed up for it, paid the money, and didn't know what to expect at all. And the very first event that I went to a Tuesday morning last week was called Build Your WDS Wing Squad. I think the idea was to introduce you to some people who also didn't know what they were getting into. And, yeah, you were one of the first people I met, actually. So I think I saw you nearby or across from
0: me, and you had an aura about you that I thought, I need to connect with this guy. I think I would not uh, refute that story. But i also say that the aura is... Uh it's, it's it's mutual. Because okay, I, I was the one who who, who went out to you. To you you went up to me first, but I definitely saw you across the, across the or
1: at some point in the circle. Yeah. And and the interesting thing was during the the summit, there were probably over the course of that week, there were probably ten people that I just thought, I need to meet that person, and I connected with, I think almost all of them, if not all of them. Oh wow. And. Had, definitely had some type of a connection. I think we'll stay. I think we'll stay connected over the course of the next, at least next year, the next year, until the next summit.
0: Yeah, and and it's funny because we talk about this, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and, and I also want to make sure that it's not confirmation bias yeah. about this aura thing, because <laughs> as much as I like science and falsifiability, I want to make sure that I'm not crazy. So I was like, hey, right. Jr., um, do you like? Was that was that the same for you? Do you feel that you know? Because I went up to you and um, while you were talking, I was like, "Hey, we should we should catch up later." Yeah, um, and I'm glad we did. Yeah, and and the funny thing about those people too, and yourself
1: included, was that I feel like it. Well, for you, it's, you were the first person I met, really, of those of that group. So I've known you for a week, and then some of those people I've only known for two or three days. But I feel so connected. And I don't know what it was. I just call it an aura because I don't know
0: how else to define it. But there's some something that made me think I need to know that person. Do you think looking back at this 10 people, um, is there any threats that run through them? Like after, you know, talking a little bit to them now. Mm,
1: Boy, that's a good question. They're so much different. The Characteristics of each person are so much different that I don't think you could put them in a box. There probably is something. If I take time to look at it, I probably, I might be able to figure out what that is. But it may take me a little while to unpack that. (laughs)
0: Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about, I want to talk about why I like you and why I invited you to um, uh, do this podcast together with me. So um, um, maybe a good context for people is to know like why um, to attend the conference in the first place. So the conference, that many people know, is called World Domination Summit. I told my friends, I got mocked yeah. at very hard. <laughs> Um, um, but I think the best way I find I found to explain it is um, the events were sort of the question right of how can you live a remarkable life in a conventional world right yeah and it's just sort of attract all these unconventional thinkers yeah yeah I would say um, and the reason why I come to the event is is really when I was back in Singapore and if you if you cannot imagine Singapore is like the most rigid and square country you could ever find mm-hmm. uh, everyone has sort of a, 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 a standard way of thinking and and I would say of course there are always outliers and the misfits who think very differently yeah. um, but uh, of the people that I try to connect to even of this category of misfits um, there are also people that I don't connect with mm. you know what I'm saying yeah Um so, so this event, uh, for me to come to, is also to see, oh, maybe if, if, is there some people that like, you know, we will have conversation that I don't need to explain myself 10,000 times right. with some like, new concept or idea. As, as you see, I come up with stupid idea that runs <laughs> through my head. <laughs> time and time again. Um, so um, back to this. I was wanting to tell you uh, what I like about you. And uh, and also I use this analogy um, earlier in the day. Um, it's sort of like when you know this person. It's like, oh, okay, I like this person. And the more you know, the more it's like, oh, this person's super cool. Mm. Um, I think when we met over at um, uh, this, we, we had we had, we, had, we we sat outside after the, the event, the days sort are of end. And I was like, wow, this person's have integrity like right off off the bat, and super self aware, which are both. Um, great um, uh, heuristic Mm -hmm. to uh, Mm -hmm. to know Uh, and as 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 it goes along just like whoa this person has like two businesses or entrepreneur so entrepreneur are are also a lot closer Their thinking is a lot closer to reality less assumption or at least they know that it's an assumption that they're making right Um, and and I think the integrity piece is really big uh, uh, and I I, did, I mean it, it wasn't me fishing for it but you sort of say it offhandedly and I was mm. like I, p- I, you know, I picked it up right yeah <laughs> but what do you what do you so what do you feel about me like after you know me right now and also please feel free to tell me things I can improve on sure. uh, uh, <laughs> yeah um, and you know like maybe what are my so this, cause this is my year of self-awareness oh yeah okay so yeah. what are things that I can work on and uh, what are things that maybe that's my superpower? Yeah, boy, that's a good question. Uh,
1: <clears throat> I think the things that uh, that made me think I need to know you, or the thing I guess as as I got to know you, the things that uh, I, I connected with the most was that you are very positive, and you're also frank as well. So if something isn't right, you're you're okay mentioning that. Sometimes people are so positive and they can't be realistic sometimes too or the positive to a fault almost but you have a good balance of always looking for the positive in something but still recognizing that nothing is perfect and being okay with that being able to point out those facts like it's like working on your your own self-awareness i think is a is a good example of that <clears throat> that you're in a good position you've done well for yourself and you've you've created uh, uh, this uh, you've created yourself in a way that you have to be happy with also there's room for improvement thank you so i I, that's what i like one of the things i i like probably the most about
0: you cool and also you're the same way right because uh i remember (laughs) i remember we went to a academy together oh yeah let's all all, like name academies (laughs) but basically um you're being told to, to put your phone away Yeah uh, <laughs> I mean well, the, the, the idea was that The class um, the, the instructor The person leading the academy Wanted people to put their phone away and, and you Like Type all your things on your phone Yeah On my notes or On my phone Everything Yeah And in that in, in that instance Someone who don't want to do that Would not have raised his hand Right Yeah Because Because it's the power of group thing Right sure. Group dynamics You don't want to be um, the, What is called Tall puppy syndrome yeah, so, yeah. basically, uh, if you are the one sticking out and you get cut off. Oh right.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So,
0: you almost I feel at least unless uh, you're a person with no EQ or no social awareness, you would want to put your hand down or, right. or blend into the crowd. Yeah. yeah. But you are the only one who actually put your hands up. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's true, yeah. <laughs> so funny. Um, but anyway, let's let's talk uh, let's we, what we should do is that we should talk about uh, what we've learned from this uh, yeah. conference. Um, also bear in mind that this is one of my first conference uh, that I attend. Is this yours? Yeah, my too, my first first one. Wow. Yeah, like it, I mean that's in, in the sense of like conference like conferences, different conferences.
1: I well, I have attended several of the TEDx events but Which not, maybe... Wouldn't, I wouldn't it, consider a conference. Really not, it. not the same. I mean, it has some aspects of a conference, but uh, probably not a conference. It's not, Would you say not, that this is day. the
0: highest ticketed uh, uh, thing that you pay for, uh, uh, event that you go to? Uh,
1: regularly, yeah. It, it, if I've gone to anything with higher ticket price, it was in the past and I've forgotten so far, so far back. So yeah, definitely, currently it's the, the highest ticketed event that I've gone to. And the, the longest uh, multi-day event as well.
0: Oh yeah, this is almost a week, right? Yeah. Almost a week, yeah. yeah. This is um, yeah called uh, yeah. World Domination Summit.
1: <laughs> well, I guess they say that the core event is really only over the weekend, but the, the, media, the really what, what I got the most out of it was the, the other events out leading up to and afterwards. Nothing against the core event, Saturday and Sunday main stage event the right. presentations, but it's the networking, I think.
0: 100%. I think it's really um, if anybody who are thinking of coming to conference at least for me I feel that the talks is just the talks I mean yeah. I, yeah. Um, it's just stories that they are sharing and, mm-hmm. and I, I feel that it is the people that you meet and the connections you made that uh, I, I find most valuable yeah. in. and it, it, in that sense actually looking at talks just have zero value in making friends because you right. look like it's like almost like going to a movie with, your, with, with a person <laughs> you're trying to date you're not talking to that person you guys both are looking at the movie exactly right yeah <laughs> true and I was even thinking that next year I might not yeah. Uh, I'll would, I would just do the, the connect pass yeah, instead of the, yeah. the, the, the stage event.
1: Yeah, those, those are much more interactive. The connect events are much more interactive leading up to and after the the, uh, the main stage events.
0: So, should we uh, move into the yeah. uh, next topic? What we learned from this yeah. uh, amazing seven days event. But before we, we get started on that, is it worth it? The, the, totally worth it. Okay, I, I
1: had no idea what to expect. And I thought, I think I paid around $700 for the ticket, if I remember correctly. Uh, well worth it. But leading up to it, I was concerned. I had no idea what to expect. And I thought, "My well, $700 is a lot to spend on a ticket. Oh, yeah. Am I going to get the value out of it? I could go, you know, the TED Talks or TEDx events are about $100. So I could go to seven years of TEDx <laughs> events. But it was so much different. And again, nothing against TEDx events. This was just more focused on interaction.
0: What, what, so what was the value you got out of the event? I mean... Well, so I went into the event, I'll take this
1: quick step back. I've uh, lived by that idea that you are the sum total of the five people you spend the most mm-hmm. time with. Me too. And I, I think Kavi might have said there's someone in the past who said that and it stuck with me. Uh, so I've tried to find people that I can look up to over the last 20 years of my career and surround myself with them. And, I, and I've been successful in that. So my tribe of people, the people I spend the most time with, tend to be... Straight, white, uh, f- now 40-something successful business owners who are financially stable. The problem with that, or the one challenge with that, is that I feel like I've become a little bit myopic because I'm around the same type of people as me. So my, one of my goals from this conference was to meet people who didn't fit into that group, mm. who were different. And that, that, in that, that respect alone, it was incredibly successful. I met a lot of people who don't meet any of those criteria, or don't meet very many of those criteria, that I will stay in touch with, and they are. A- I'm able to get more perspective from knowing those people, perspective that I didn't have before. That's, so that's awesome. Very successful.
0: Yeah. And I, I bet. Uh, no, I, one thing I could attest to the event is that they definitely have diversity. Yes, definitely. On. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it probably it's a pretty equal mix of uh, male and female. Yeah. and like just like everyone's just everyone. every type quite, yeah. quite amazing I mean I was just sitting you know, next to it and then this person is starting a podcast and it's like well I have no I mean like in Singapore I mean yeah. I yeah I, there's only maybe like three podcasters out <laughs> right. in yeah. Singapore yeah. I need to go actively like look for them versus like it's just surrender bit this is where you know we can talk to someone yeah. <laughs> it yeah. just appeared okay so yeah. go ahead and uh, fire off um, things you learned from this event uh, I'll go I'll go uh, up next Perfect. So, oh, we should do one and one. Perfect, yeah, yes do one and one. Yeah. Okay. So you share one, I'll share
1: one. Okay. Uh, in a storytelling M- meetup, one thing I wrote down that, that stuck with me really well is that every story is a movie. Every time you're telling a story, you're creating a movie in someone's brain. And to be aware of that, when I am communicating with someone, the story has to have, in this case, she says, uh, this is uh, Yes, Marsha, Marsha, the name she goes by online. Three types of scenes, a voiceover, so where a disembodied voice from the future is giving context or philosophy, a montage, flash flashbulbs with pictures, or an action scene where it's super granular. And she said the action scenes, when you tell the action scenes, that's where the cortex lights up and people will relate to those more, where you're giving super granular examples of uh, either feelings you had or painting the picture where they can
0: see themselves in that scene. And how do you do it in the past? like when you, when you story tell, because obviously you learn something new, right? So how, how you, don't, you didn't think about that at all? Uh,
1: no, i definitely aware. So in a, I went to another meetup that she had, and this was another storytelling meetup where we actually got to be, oh, I'm sorry, the first one was actually uh, technically Academy, Academy, so that wasn't quite as interactive. The next one was a meetup that was more interactive. And we, got to, we went around the, the circle of five of us and told stories. And so I told a story of when I was in uh, Guangzhou and it happened to be over nine eleven, And after learning what I learned in the academy, I told the story in a little bit different way than I've told it before. Mm. So I started out the story. The, uh, also, the topic was, when have you felt isolated?
0: Okay, so okay. I s- because I, I heard that story before. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. before you went to, to the class. Well, Okay, yeah. Yeah, so yeah.
1: let's let's hear the difference. So I started out, and I won't tell the whole story. It's long, but... Uh, But the way I started it now, after learning about how a story is a movie, I started it with September 3rd, 2001. And I was about to board a plane to go visit my friend in Guangzhou. So take myself out real quickly. When I say it was September 3rd, 2001, most Americans know, oh boy, that was a week before September 11th. Mm. And so they can put themselves in that situation. And, 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 And Before learning this from... That uh, the academy and the meetup, I hadn't thought of that before. So then I tell this. Go on to tell the story about how I I take the first leg of the flight from Portland, Oregon to San Francisco, and when I get to San Francisco and show them my ticket, they say, "Oh, sir, your flight left 12 hours ago," because my flight, my, the woman who booked the flight, the travel agent, miss, mistake mistakenly uh, picked A.M. instead of P.M. And so she. My flight left before it arrived, before, my, before I arrived. So I had to wait for 12 hours, and I talked about how I felt isolated there.
0: Why don't you tell the story, and then I'll tell you the difference. See if I can spot the difference. Okay, perfect. Okay.
1: So September 3rd, okay. 2001, I'm about to board a plane to go visit my friend in Guangzhou. I get on the plane from Portland to San Francisco, and I have all the arrangements made so that he is going to have his driver pick me up when I arrive the next day in Guangzhou, 26 hours later. When I go to the gate, in San Francisco, I go to the gate and give them my ticket, and they say, sir, your flight left 12 hours ago. And immediately I think, I don't know what to do. Because I, how do I communicate with them? At this time, there were no, I didn't really have a cell phone. I didn't have access to email freely because it's was 2001, 17 years ago. And I felt so isolated. I couldn't connect to my, my people. So I found out, fortunately, she said, well, we might be able to get you on the next flight, which is in another 12 hours at midnight. Well, oh, thank goodness, I don't know what I'll do if I can't get on that flight, but I'll just wait around here and see what happens. So I got on the flight, on the flight from San Francisco that was going to stop in Seoul, I realized that my friend's driver was expecting me the day prior, because that was what I told him. Now, now I was going to arrive one full day late. And I was very concerned because I had no way to communicate with him. So in in Seoul, I found a place where they had a kiosk where I could send an email. Or I thought I could send an email. But the system was much different than what I had been familiar with. I'm in a foreign country. I don't speak the language. So I tried to send an email, but I wasn't certain that it went out. So I take the flight from Seoul to Guangzhou. And I arrive in the airport. I am the only white person in the entire airport. And what I learned immediately was that there are two main languages in China and then there are dialects of each of those languages. So some people don't even speak to each other. And I was so isolated because I I, I was really freaked out. I didn't have a, a ticketing agent I could even go to to help me out. I had to find a phone and I don't know how to use it. When I see the phone, uh, finally find a payphone. phone, I don't know how to use it. I don't have the the right currency, and even if I did, I don't know how to operate the phone, how to call him. I don't have his phone number. Fortunately, someone saw the look of of terror in my eyes and came to my assistance. And we communicated a little bit, enough for him to be able to uh, send a message from his phone to my friend Rob, who then said he would send his driver to come find me. And I asked, how will I notice who your driver is? He said, don't worry he'll notice you. <laughs> if you're the only white person there, he'll <laughs> definitely notice you. So he fi- he found me, and then I got back to Rob's place and spent some time there. The next week, we were sitting watching a football game, an American football game that was rebroadcast that next morning. Uh, the next morning here in the U.S. It was at night in Guangzhou. And he gets a phone call on his cell phone, and it says his buddies who lives in upstate New York said turn on CNN right now so we turned it on the football game had just ended and we saw the second plane going to the World Trade Center and I sat up all night and watched the news and again I felt so isolated because I had no way to communicate with my friends and my family I couldn't tell my love I couldn't hug my friends I couldn't hug my family and I was stuck there for another week. I my, was my scheduled to be stuck there for another week. Fortunately, I got out eventually on the right time, but I was so alone. One of the things I noticed that the prior week, probably because I couldn't speak the language and some people don't even speak to each other, as I walked around the city of Guangzhou, it, I wouldn't have said that the people there were very compassionate. And this is probably true of any major city like New York or LA. People just, they don't have the ability to be compassionate, they're running around all the time and it's so busy and so dense. But that next week as I walked around, in a way that they could, people did express compassion to me because I stood out and they could tell that I was probably American. That meant so much to me that people who I had not thought of as very terribly compassionate were expressing compassion. And then I didn't feel isolated.
0: That's awesome. (laughs) So. <laughs> okay so from my point of view um, wow I think you did some so the dates were, were good I think it's a good like sort of a little sit in it like no need to um, um, tell people anything more um, and then I I think like the idea that you sort of express those um, emotions I would use different words though because okay. it do sound a little bit scripted okay. so like when you emphasize isolated again I felt isolated I I would sort of add more but I love it Okay. Yeah. I love the you know that you add the feeling part into it because um, that wasn't there before mm-hmm. and you give like really good context um, What. One I think one thing That I would do Is to remove some um, Narrative arc It might have been A little It dipped way too much okay. And the, the the dip wasn't Like one dip And then two dip The second dip Isn't lower than the first dip You know what oh, I'm saying Because oh yeah, right, right, right. it's yeah. like It's like Oh this sucks yeah. And like Oh Then the second time You, you hear the sort of same um dip. Mm-hmm. It's, okay, I knew yeah. it sucked already. Yeah. Or if you would be like moving forward to like the big dip. It's like, whoa, it suck way more. Yeah. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Yeah, but but yeah. the the rest was was amazing. Uh do you, so is you, it's your intention to end on like it's a bowl like a bowl to the story, right? Yeah. And I feel like it's so much better after the you know, people's expressing gratitude I mean also compassion to you
1: yeah so that's actually really the I, I told a little bit of that story in the meetup but that's really the first time I've told that story as a whole altogether. and uh, definitely needs some work certainly uh, much better than it has been but going to the academy and the meetup definitely helped me to to try to create a movie in some in the listener's mind Awesome. It, and it needs some work, but it, it, it's it, it's a big improvement. And I think all my stories now, after learning this, will improve. Oh yeah. And will stick with people more because they will be
0: able to paint that picture and uh, create a movie in their mind. Yeah, yeah. a oh, good idea. Yeah. yeah. we should brainstorm some uh, 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 like good stories, and then like you know, like at least we have a couple of of yeah. good stories, and sure. now can. Yeah. and when people share one it's like oh I need to share like, my story yeah, yeah. but like but, but like if you haven't prepared for it you'll be like oh my, my story isn't that good but now you have like I have one to match your story That's here right, you yeah, go exactly yeah <laughs> um, so what I learned actually I, I want to talk about something that I went through with you together yeah. it's super cool so one of the things I learned from this conference and it's nothing to do with anything <laughs> that people say in this conference was that I learned uh, I saw the benefits of mindfulness practice and bear in mind I don't do that much. I, I mean, I try to and you know, sometimes it happens. Sometimes it more, uh, Hit rate is usually 50% if I were to meditate. Um, but remember what happened um, um, with this lady, Victoria. Mm-hmm. By the way, name changed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so do you want to give the, A little bit of context So you know Since you, you share it From your point of view So I, I'll start you off So okay, yeah. uh, that night uh, there, was a, there was a lady that I like That yeah. we, we, we hang out with A little bit Yeah uh, and, and we were supposed to go Go have dinner right Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> and, I was, and I was like JR I like this girl Like we're gonna have dinner together Yeah And then so you knew about it mm-hmm. And you're like Okay Yeah I know what to do I'll talk you up. Yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and, and then we, we left for dinner no. But I have also want to go to this Wayfinding Academy mm-hmm. um, Meetup too Because yeah. I'm so interested in it um, So I was like yeah I'm going to be back uh, Let me go uh, And I found a and it right And just so happened to You know got it right mm-hmm. And I went So would you like to pick up the slack From that story? Yeah. <laughs> so w- while you were gone The
1: Group of us found a place to eat and have some drinks and then we started talking and connecting and everyone was sharing and uh, we were th- th- there were a few subjects that we all talked about and so we all bonded a little bit over these you guys have some, you play some games mm-hmm. I heard There, there were some yeah that's true there were and uh, I never have I ever was the game
0: <laughs> uh, what topics were you have never have I ever the, what, what the game topics was? of about? course they were sexual <laughs> <laughs> you get a group uh, that size and and some drinks involved and
1: right. n-
0: examples that. of uh, the sexual uh, never have I ever
1: uh, no there were never have I ever had sex in an elevator on an airplane uh, I think there was probably a never have I ever had sex with a member of the same gender ooh uh, myriad of questions
0: okay probably. I I was still wasn't there at this point. I was still hanging out at Wayfinding Academy. Right, very cool place.
1: In the group, there was another guy who was interested in Victoria. It was Victoria, Victoria, yeah. yeah. And he started flirting with her. Then when we got to the deeper conversations and the vulnerable conversations, they made a connection as people do and when they have vulnerable conversations. So by the time you got there, uh, he had already kissed her.
0: Oh, is it? Yeah, I yeah, did that. Yeah. I didn't know that information. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: He had already kissed her, so I, I, I thought the chances of you being able to develop that relationship were probably limited at that point. Right.
0: You didn't let me know,
1: when I got in. I well, that's true. I didn't really. You kind of went over to the other side, so I didn't. Really, yeah, I was yeah, like, oh, what's, what's going on? And pull like, you aside. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So, yeah. Then it was... That after that, they were... They had a connection. mm, mm. And I,
0: Yeah. Chances were yeah, limited. My, my <laughs> chances <laughs> <are> limited. Yeah. My chances were limited. Yeah. So, let me pick out the slack from where you left yeah, off. Yeah. Um, so, the next day... Mm-hmm. um uh where Did they... Oh, no. So, what happened at the end of the night? is said... I actually went back with her and so nothing actually happened. Yeah. Yeah. And and so... Cause, I ride with uh, Victoria back and then she, and I got dropped off and she got dropped off later okay, yeah. yeah so nothing actually happened on that night with them um, and then next day I was like oh well like you know maybe I should have a chance right mm-hmm. uh, remember so it was Saturday in between the main stage events there was, there was, there was a little break I have an appointment with someone else and I was like hey do you want to meet after uh, uh, my appointment with them and then she's like yes and uh, when, and we both meet like half an hour before the event got started uh, and then sort of went, went in like, so not much talking over there and it was like a group thing um, uh, but you texted me before and you said uh, hey we, I booked this place yeah. and uh, I organized a bunch of people and you, you are most welcome, welcome to come yeah. and so I sent her, her the invitation as well uh, to see if she, she wanted to hang mm-hmm. so what ended up happening <laughs> when we were finishing the event uh, she didn't take me up on my offer. <laughs> right. Um, and I was like, ah. Oh. and so but we ride together yeah. on on the car in the car to the to the restaurant place yeah. and, and I was I was kind of like oh bummed out. Right. Yeah. But so moral story, what I learned mm-hmm. was that I observed that thought, then it came to me, mm-hmm. and I'm able to articulate that to you. Yeah. And and also what I'm able to do Is that I'm able to make a decision I told you the two options Of the decision I want to make Right yeah. um, So the idea is that Oh like I have this thought right now and it's totally normal You know Everyone in this situation Will have this thought Then I I, I would like to make The next decision um, Which is like Should I kill it Should I kill the idea And like mm-hmm. um, Maybe like look for someone else yeah. Because there's like tons of people Yeah um, Also if I were to be Thinking about that That thought I wouldn't be present At the dinner so Right awesome. JR 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 Um. What do you think? Like, so here's my situation, which because you you knew, yeah. And I was like, "What do you think? Should I kill it?" Also, the two options are: uh, one, to kill the thought in my head, right? Then uh, right away, without telling her, she's like, "Oh, it's just it's no go. This done." Or the second thought is like express intention that I like her, Mm -hmm. um, and let her kill it. Mm -hmm. And what do you say to me? I said, "Kill it." You say, "Kill it."
1: Yeah. move on take the time that you would spend trying to pursue her and
0: possibly find somebody else mm. so what's ended up really cool is that it suddenly became open discussion with everyone on the table dinner 10 people table, yeah, 10 people and I got 3 different feedback I'm right. <laughs> no kidding and I got to learn something yeah um, so wait so firstly because after the conversation have you changed your mind on that uh, option Oh, no. if that no, you you still you still they're, they're, recommend the same thing no, to I was me. I'm the only one at the table with that opinion. There were
1: other opinions. Uh, I think there were yeah two other options.
0: Yeah. So I'm gonna explain the I'm gonna tell people about the the option because it's it's really awesome um, in a way whereby now I learn about all these things mm-hmm. because I feel that it's not that it probably isn't one way to do things, but it's I rather have like ten ways mm-hmm. and in the right situation in what I want how things to happen I can choose. The thing that I want to do. Yeah. So one of them, of course, is is, is to kill it, uh, like what you suggested. And we were talking. Uh, uh, so our first lady, who who, who got on the conversation, um, she's very um, interesting and fascinating, yes. and also a colorful lady, definitely, yeah, uh, physically as well, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she have tattoos all over her. Yeah. It wasn't. It was tasteful, tasteful tattoos. Oh, yeah, very good. Yeah. yeah. I think there were some tattoos on, like, the boobs as well. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I was, like, um, uh, asking her, like, so situation, what to do? And she's, like, no, do the opposite. Yeah. It's like, tell her. It will make, make you look vulnerable. And this is what girls love. And, uh, and do that. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, oh, okay. Well, interesting. Two different ideas. Yeah. And I was asking her, well, what, what would you say? And, like, what is the exact wording you say and how you do it and all that and i got really detailed answers like okay you go on go meet her again and then tell her this sentence is called uh, i just i just want to let you know i'm sweet on you yeah and i was like oh wow that's this very interesting okay I, I wouldn't use that adjective but i, I guess that works that, that means the same thing yeah. and it's very intense like because yeah. i'm sweet on you this this is way higher level than uh, I like you. Sure. Right? right? Yeah, because you, you p- p- particularly choose a special word for her. Yeah. because yeah, you have that sort of like, meaning. And I was asking the lady, well, so you know, it can only really turn out two ways, right? She like it or she don't like it.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, uh, because if I don't plan for this, I know it's going to be a pregnant pause. I don't know how to respond. Yeah, right. Okay, so there's only two ways. How, uh, so if there's a pregnant pause, what should I do? So she, um, and she's like, well, firstly, it might be positive or negative. So, and what we learned from Vanessa's um, uh, talk mm-hmm. is that it's not, she wouldn't respond to it because she's probably caught off guard, but look for facial expression. Right, yeah. So is it a step back or step forward? Or is it like a... Hmm. <laughs> or is it like a... Huh. Right? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah? yeah. So anyway, uh, so if it's a positive... So uh, the it should be sort of mi- a micro expression, yeah. and I, I I mean she didn't ex- explain it, but like I fill in the gaps for her. Yeah. Um, if it wasn't too uh, if if the if it's a positive thing and it's like you just need one second, less than a second mm-hmm. uh, to know. Uh, you uh, if it's a positive thing, say hey, do you want to grab drinks? Like let's let's go to the bar and, and get some drinks and continue the conversation. Yeah. Uh, and if it's negative, which is way harder to deal with, <laughs> guess what she say. Oh, just want to let you know. Don't worry about it. Right. Exactly, yeah. 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 And I think it's a great way to handle it. Yeah. So, um, that's one person suggested that. Yeah. And then on the other side, the other person uh, suggested a lot, way more lines. And basically, uh, from I'm sweet of you, I have a degree of ex- showing how uh, uh, much I like the person. So, I think I'm sweet yeah. on you probably rank like 10 in terms of like intensity. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if you say I love you, that would be out of context. Sure, right. Right? Yeah. And, and so, here's a couple, a couple of sentences. <laughs> I don't know if you got those. I don't know. I you don't know? Yeah, I Oh, I love your energy. Huh. Yeah, no, just no, like drop awesome. it off real quick. Like whenever you meet, meet a conversation, I love your energy. Uh, another one is, uh, oh, oh, I, you know what? I, I meet a lot of people here and I don't know. What, so, there's something about you that stood out to me. Hmm. And then leave, leave it open. Yeah. Um, I think it's really awesome. Yeah, yeah that's a, a, low, a low-hanging fruit. Or oh, um, hey, we have a short time here. Uh, I'd love to get to know you more.
2: Yeah. Okay, in yeah. the middle, yeah.
0: Um, I really like you. Let's go hang out. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, then there's there's one that's pretty intense. Oh, I love spending time with you. I'd love to take you out on a date. Yeah. So, what well, you see, right, There's like yeah. a huge variety. Right, yeah. And, and it's really good. And also, one of the reasons why they mentioned to you something more light is also to show that you're socially aware. Mm-hmm. Because um, you don't want to push the blame, uh, push the decision on the girl. Mm-hmm. You want to be able to, like, let her read it. Because sure. she might not have make, make up her mind, too. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, like, asking her, like, I'm sweet on you, and then, like, a positive negative there. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 like, she might be, like, a middle five, and you don't know. Yeah. But if you're doing something a bit low, more low-key... Uh, it just shows that, hey, I still want to get to know you a little bit more on a second date or a third mm-hmm. date kind yeah. of situation. Yeah. Uh, so what I learned is that um, um, the extreme situation, I'm sweet on you um, versus oh, I really like you, I like your energy. Mm-hmm. Um, one is the optimization for time. So if you really want to know you have shown short time, you yeah. want to go to the extreme. Yeah. And the other uh, is uh, optimization for sort of social awareness and so that she can like like you know Take a step forward yeah, right. And one of the other Heuristic I learned <laughs> Tons of things I learned Is that If you were to ask her out I was like Okay well, So what if I say I really like her energy And then like And then just drop How would I know If she liked me And so they basically A heuristic would be Ask her out on a One on one day And see yeah. if she say Yes or okay. no yeah. yeah Cause actions speak Louder than words Yeah, I was like Oh <clears throat> Promise off Done yeah. So that's uh, What I learned
2: Yeah
0: Amazing You go Okay uh,
1: next thing I learned, uh, oh, this was a meetup on vulnerability by Jan uh, Klack, or Keck, I think, mm-hmm. Keck. And he said that there are four categories of people in your lives. So there's love, lift, limit, and lose. Mm. Love are people who you love and who love you. You want to spend, you shouldn't be spending more time with them. Lift. Anybody who, when you spend time with you, they lift you up. They may or may not be in that first category also. Limit, these are energy vampires. They don't share in your dreams and desires. You can't remove these people, but they drain you. You need to keep them in your family. Sounds your, like a mother well, law situation. Mother, maybe uh, co coworkers, <laughs> boss, sometimes. Right. You can't get rid of them, but you can limit the time that you spend with them. And then lose, also energy vampires. They don't share in your dreams and desires. These people drain you so much that you need to remove them from your life. Right. So he had us list those out, and that was
0: uh, a good, uh, a good exercise.
1: Oh, that's cool! A real good exercise. Yeah.
0: What What were your what were your thinking behind uh, labeling these people before this? Before you got this framework,
1: uh, I, I've ne- I don't think I've ever labeled those people before I got that framework. I do consciously try to spend more time with people who share my dreams and desires. But I've never written it in that way. And I, and I had never added the categories of limit and lose. So uh, no one's on that list right now that I can think of. But I know <clears throat> now that I have that uh, framework, I'll be able to identify those people a little bit easier and consciously limit the time that I spend with them. I, I have had people in the past that were energy vampires and they just suck your time and energy. And I've allowed that to happen in the past. So mm. now seeing this... It, uh, I, I will be less, um, uh, give,
0: that, give them less availability. Got it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And for me, another thing, which is also kind of like internal, isn't anything about the uh, event, was meeting all these great people. You know, yeah, right. Ryan Holiday, yeah. Uh, Chris Gillebeau, yeah, Vanessa Van Edwards, um, who else is there? Um, um, yeah, I think these are the, f- pretty f- the folks that like, I put on the pedestal yeah. and it's really cool to meet them yeah like they're human yeah right they're human right. and like I think there will also be sort of this urge to like want to like go or take a photo with them but if anything it's like it's just, it's just how I feel and I think, I think the only way to really uh, cure this celebrity uh, putting them on is just to hang out with them more yeah. <laughs> then you're just like oh, okay yeah this is, this just human right? Yeah, right and so this event allowed me to sort of like hang out with them a little bit more yeah yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, And it's just like, okay, you're right, just human. And then they have no superpowers. Right. They just, yeah, exactly. they just put in a lot more work. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no kidding. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So so that's mine. Uh, it, on that note, I did enjoy meeting the speakers and the presenters, but even more, I enjoyed meeting the people who were attendees. Uh, reason being for me that I wanted to have relationships and connections with people. And... I'll probably stay connected in some way to those speakers, but it's a different type of relationship when they're the presenter and you're the attendee. Uh, Whereas when we're on the same level as other attendees, those people I know I will stay in touch with and have a different connection. Um, Speaking of uh, uh, Marsha, she said that... uh, Marsha Chandur, I think is her last name, if I remember correctly. Yes, yes, Marsha.
0: She said that you can... Great name.
1: Yeah, exactly you cannot feel shame and empathy at the same time. So if you feel shame, you cannot understand, you cannot feel empathy for someone else.
0: Huh. And so what would be that context that you were like, give me an example.
1: Well, she, just quick, she also said lack of empathy, for her, lack of empathy is the root of all evil. If I don't have empathy for other people, that can lead to uh, evil. Mm.
2: Right on her mind, I, I yeah, could, I, I yeah. Could
1: see how that but if I'm feeling shame about something in my life, then it, then I can't... It, what she's saying is that I, at that same time, I can't also ha-
0: have empathy for other people mm. because I'm thinking about myself. Well, do you think... Do you think that might be a sort of like... In like that time moment? Or do you think it's like that season of life? You know what I'm saying? I, that's a good question. I, I
1: interpreted that she was talking about in that moment. Mm. But I may have been wrong there.
0: But fair enough. But you, you could also say that, like, if I'm feeling one feeling, I can't feel the other feeling. Mm-hmm. So it it also kind of like it's the same. Like, yeah. I can't feel jealous if I'm happy.
1: True. Yeah, that's a good point. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But it it definitely resonated with me. Yeah. Uh, and I, I like that
0: that quote. Shame and 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 empathy. Empathy. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, so I have uh, another one here. Uh, by David. Uh, Fugate, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably pronounced it wrongly. <laughs> Sorry, David. <laughs> so, um, he's a book agent, and, and he, he published a book uh, of uh, Vanessa Van Edwards, all of Chris Gillebeau's book, uh, and he even did the book uh, for the movie Martian. Right, oh, yeah. Yeah. And in his talk, uh, by the way, it's really awesome, um, because he... I, you know, we go to a couple of uh, meetups and academies, yeah. and, and a lot of people just like talk down to you and like this yeah. is the way to do it. Right. And, and and but because you also can see that they have incentive for saying that, mm-hmm. like he literally have no incentive. So what he yeah, right. re- recommend people to do it? Introduce me to this thing called Publisher Marketplace. Um, mm-hmm. did, did you know about it? Do no. you went to that meetup? No. No, I did So Publisher Marketplace, what it is, is that you could sign up for twenty five dollars a month, and you will be able to see all the deals that has been made. Yeah, so you could see, like, okay, this book, this is the deal, how much it is, this? who was the agent, and who was it sold to? Yeah. And so now you'll be able to have a benchmark of like, oh, maybe right, this, yeah. is how, this is how much I think it will be. Yeah. Um, and also you can see the agent from it. So um, it says that for people who want to do traditional publishing, a great way to just like go there and, and look for your category of books and look for the agents, yeah. list them down. And those are the agents that you should be writing to. Yeah. Instead of just like blankly shoot like, emails yeah. to like any other agent. Yeah. So that, uh, because you want to, sh- because agents have category that they dominate in, and they are also familiar with. Someone who is sure. do- doing, you know, f- nonfiction in um, the how-to category wouldn't want to publish someone who is doing uh, nonfiction uh, yeah. in the business category, say for example. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but so you kind of want to find out some people who who have the books in the category that you are yeah. publishing that you pitch to, yeah. and also what you say was after finding like fifty of them, uh, send out this uh, pitch, and the pitch should be one to one one, one and a half page um, to them. Uh, the, the the pitch idea, and you can find this online. Um, some example of a good pitch is to want them to uh, get a sample of your of your book proposal. So your book proposal should ideally be ready. If, when you send out a pitch and the pitch is sort of like a teaser sort yeah. like a movie if you think about it as a teaser yeah, yeah. to get them like okay we'll send over your proposal I want to have a deeper look at it maybe a proposal would be like me 10, 20 pitch. I don't know um, um, but what's also really cool that he was saying is that if you send out to 50 people and 50 people think it's a shit idea then it is a shit idea
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Right, but if you send out to fifty and then maybe like three say it's super cool, then let me know, and and that's really so. so I think that, that's a really good heuristic yeah. to, to to know about. Yeah. Um. So he, he introduced me to publisher marketplace. Um. And then also, um, he talked a little bit about the self uh, versus the self publishing versus traditional publishing, and mainly the self publishing, um, you have uh, more profits. Because I think in traditional marketing, you only get like 10% of uh, right. the, yeah. And then you have you are faster, you're way faster on yeah. a self-publishing. Yeah. Um, so for traditional, uh, you are less risky. It's less risky because you already get a money up front. Right, yeah. Yep. Um, you also have more authority when people say that, hey, I, I'm a business owner versus yeah. I have a business that has been acquired. You are in a different category. So, right. yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. like, hey, yeah. my book uh, is published by Penguin. I was like, oh, wow, okay, well, that's really cool. Yeah. You know, like, right. oh, I'm a TED speaker versus I'm a TEDx speaker. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Um, and there's also foreign language trans- trans- translation. So if your book does really well, mm-hmm. um, they have a team of foreign language translation and they just like translate it on language and like push it out really quickly in that sense. Um, yeah, so that's me for, for David.
1: That's good. My well, last two bits were both from Ryan Holiday. One thing, and it relates a little bit to the last one I said. He said, if someone stole your property, you would object. But when they steal your time, you don't. Mm. And it related really well to the, uh, the Jan Keck's uh, uh, idea of having uh, the, those four categories where... Yeah. We people steal our time and we don't object in the same way that if they stole our car or our yeah, property. young
0: cake idea is more energy, but this is yeah.
1: more time, right? R- yeah, true, yeah. exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because usually, if they're stealing our energy, they're probably stealing our time
0: too. Because <laughs> you don't yeah, hang with yeah. everybody you don't.
1: Enjoy. Or I guess you could even replace energy with that. If if they steal your energy, we don't object. Mm. Uh, maybe maybe we should. Maybe we should think of our energy and our time like our property. Yeah, and Agreed. value it in the same way. Agree,
0: hundred percent. I think it's a, a great. Um, a great way to look at any sort of relationship sure yeah yeah, yeah.
1: and then, the he, last then he said the, the last quote he had he, uh, I believe if I remember correctly the story was he was walking through a, a cemetery and found this tombstone that he thought was particularly interesting so he took a picture of it and on the tombstone it said, the quote was verses on tombstones are but idly spent the living character is the monument
0: wow that was good
1: and that was really good. That hit me really hard. I yeah. wrote that down right away. Yeah. That's so true.
0: Okay, so my last one. I, I mean, I'll let you choose one or the other. Have you attended the Academy by Jonathan Fields? No, you did not. Okay, um, so, uh, okay, yeah, why don't I share that? Because yeah. the other one is more like self awareness stuff. Okay. might not be fun. The Academy was really cool. They call it something called, he coined the term su- success scaffolding. Okay. And basically, the idea is that. Uh, you want to do this one thing like go run a diet or go run a marathon okay. and what we do now these days is just go Google it. Right. Right? Sure. And then you found this oh, 12-week program that you know, help you run the marathon and yeah. you get started and, and, and hopefully it's free. If it's not free, you got to pay for it um, or you go on YouTube and you find something. Right. So it says that how many people actually have a plan but didn't succeed? And actually, there's like probably a lot of people, right? Yeah. And it really goes along this saying, I'm uh, borrowing from Derek Sivers, um, if information were the answer, <laughs> yeah. everybody would be billionaire with six-pack apps. Right. <laughs> 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 and so um, he, he, he did a deep dive on, on the gap. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and a couple of things that he mentioned, which are really interesting tools to think about, um, is planning. Uh, how, how do you get there? action plus repetition over time so that's always this formula when you're trying to do anything yeah. action plus repetition over time um, uh, and what you want to do is instead also you want to meet your life where it is so most of the plans when they out there is very generic right they don't know who you are they're just like it's a one size fits all um, kind of plan and, and they, their plan might make a, a few assumptions that like, oh, you, you have two hours of, of, your, of, your time, of time that you want to put in each day to practice. Yeah. But that, that's an assumption that the, the plan made. Yeah. So, um, um, what you want is to f- meet your life where it is. So, if the plan says like, you can run a marathon in 12 weeks, but you're, you need two hours a day. And you don't have two hours a day. Mm-hmm. You need one hour a day. So, you should like be doubling yeah. the, the plan. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, so you got to adjust it to where your life situation is. Um, uh, one of the other things, anticipate big obstacle. Well, yeah. So one of the things about diet is that, oh, uh, this is diet to eat and then you go buy all the food and you just eat the diet. But what if like you have chips lying around? Right, yeah. Right, so part of the, the thing is also like, what well, you need to clear it all out and your fridge and, yeah, yeah. and 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 everything. Um, so you, you want to anticipate, anticipate? Oh, this is the obstacle that I might face down the road. Yeah. And uh, when I hit it, I wouldn't feel that I'm a loser and I, I start falling back into yeah. the old old habits and routines. Yeah. But when you anticipate it, you'll be like, oh, well, yeah, the, yeah, that, that that will happen. Yeah. And, and so that was kind of uh, revelationary as well. Um. And you want to um, pre-plan a workaround when you hit those obstacles. Okay, yeah. So with the diet, like
1: if, you go, or if you're out with friends, they go to a restaurant that doesn't have any healthy options, that could be your obstacle. That you, 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 You're ready for that when yeah. it comes. So
0: an uh, example of pre-planning would be like, go stock the restaurant on, on the website and look at the manual first and make a decision on what you're going to eat like, and not look at the menu at all when you're there. Uh, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or one of the other things that I do also is, uh, can you change this fries to a salad? So you don't need to look at the damn fries every time you eat the burger.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's good,
0: yeah. Uh, so those are, so. that's one, and then there's also pledging. Pledging is the idea of accountability, I, I, I feel. Um, you can tell people like, oh, I'm gonna I'm go gonna start a company. And and now they announce it to the world, you, you have you need to have you need to be consistent with how you announce. And then you can use the consistency bias to, to work around on, on, on you. Yeah. So it's like, oh yeah, I'm I'm like instead of saying I'm losing weight, it's like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm saying five KG, I'm I'm super ripped. Yeah. <laughs> and and they what what happened there? Yeah. Yeah. So that that was interesting. Um and you talk also talk about people. So one of the strategies is people, same idea, you have an average of five person out with. Uh, and, and what's interesting is that he have different categories of people. So, I have Playmate. Playmate is uh, the people that are going through the same um, uh, endeavor as you're going through. So, you can talk about, oh, this sucks, or, or your, the, the bad things that happened. You have an accountant. So, accountants are people who, who will hold you accountable um, for the thing that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a, a community where you feel belong. So these are people who have uh, run the marathon already and you just like sort of hang out with this community. Um, you also have a champion. The champion is the one that cheers you on. And a champion and accountant is very, very different. Mm-hmm. So uh, sometimes you might need an accountant. And it's like, well, why the hell are you not doing that? Sometimes you just need someone to like cheer you on a little bit. And you also uh, uh, can have a mentor. mentor. Okay, yeah. yeah and, and, what, and, and one thing that's really cool, you was talking about, what's the difference between a uh, mentor? and a coach. Oh, really? So, mentor is motivated for your success uh, without expectation of a financial interest. Oh, oh gotcha. Okay, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Makes sense. Because a, the, then a coach might have, you know, what, they want to have you for longer, so it wouldn't give you like the best thing. Yeah. Uh, so, there's that. And um, there's also possibilities. So, possibilities are, are going out there to, to know that, oh, it's actually, it can be done. Uh, so having a friend that have um, traveled around the world, yeah. and oh okay that's yeah that guy if that guy can do it like so can I, yeah
2: right
0: <laughs> yeah so like imagine like now uh, we went to a talk and there was this uh, uh, fat girl that ran a marathon yeah, yeah. and I was like I have no excuse not to run a marathon now, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you you want to also have progress. Uh, so when you have progress and then you can track the progress, it's not like one, yeah. uh, uh, zero to one, but it's like oh, zero to 100. So you can track it right. and that progress will help you continue on on your path of success because that also creates proof. And you want to have regular introspection to see that if you are actually making uh, moving forward. Sure. Uh, and then the last one is really just a, a, a practice. Uh, and, uh, and he coined a practice is like habit plus ritual and uh, um, he says that ritual is a conscious design. We consciously design it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's a uh, intentional uh, uh, versus automatic. Yeah. Yeah. So a ritual is intentional. A habit is automatic.
2: Yeah, makes sense.
0: Okay. Yeah. So these are all. I think these are all tools that. Uh, uh, one can can use for you know if they want to achieve a certain goal and they're not achieving it. So this this might be some like problems that um, you can look at or some tools that might help you uh, uh, get there. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about conference hacking. All right, yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna start off first because uh, I, I, I'll talk a little bit about pre-conference, and then you can t- chat about like within the conference what you do differently uh, for me, yeah. and if you know know what I do, and or anybody who is looking to go conference to make uh, more connections, yeah, how to optimize for that. So what I do uh, in this conference was that. Most conferences, when they uh, when you buy a ticket, they have a Facebook group where you can add to. And apparently, you can go to this Facebook group and you can look under the members of people yeah. uh, who is attending uh, the conference. And usually, you wouldn't be able to see everyone, but you'll be able to see those that have mutual friends with you. Mm-hmm. And and you can look at the mutual friends and, and to see, like, hey, w- do I like this mutual friends? And then after that, if you do, then you can look at a person. Um, uh, look up the person if, the, if you actually genuinely are interested in that person uh, reach out to them before um, and the modality of reaching out might be uh, uh, probably an email is like oh hey uh, I-, I saw they're coming to WDS um, and and I saw you also doing this on your Facebook um, like that's really cool like maybe maybe it's a commonality they want to point out or like, hey I have a podcast too yeah, right. that's because we should catch yeah, up yeah. or it could be like, oh, I, I I was just reading this article and and really like thought like you might you might enjoy this. Um yeah, so yeah. That's what I do, and, and actually in this conference I connected with a couple of people uh, like that. And it's I think one of one of the good things also is that I, I also know that these people I really want to connect with and sort of like reach out, like put in an extra effort versus maybe because of serendipity, I might not meet this person. Right. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The same technique, yeah. Okay, so, um, and, and you want to talk about um, your your conference, uh, what do you do in conference, or, cause, or you can give example of networking events. Yeah.
1: Uh, so a couple things that I do are I want to stand out in some way. So I have a, a particular style in the way that I dress, and at this event, I wore button-up shirts every day mm. because I noticed. At the first day, I noticed that was unique. Most people were real casual, so I was still casual, but it was more business casual. Mm. It helped me stand out a little
0: bit. So you look at you look at photos of all these people, like mm. if there's an event that happened last year, and then and then you would then change what you wear. Yeah. Or because maybe you have sure. three, three things that you wear yeah. that you like, then you would wear the one that stands out most.
1: Right. In this case, it was such a long event, I could just go the first day and see what everyone was wearing and wear something a little different. Mm-hmm. Just, just a little different. So still, it's, um, it, it's within the norms, but it's different enough I stand out. One day I wore, I have a, a shirt that looks like a Charlie Brown shirt. Yeah, I didn't yeah.
0: I, I got the reference of the, the guy.
1: And so I wore that one day on a casual day. Because then people say, "Oh yes, yeah, Charlie Brown," and they re- and they make the connection. That, yeah. that, that, that it's unique because everyone blends in so much at, at a conference of a thousand people.
0: Oh no, you're it, right. It's so hard to stand out. And it, and also it reminds me that maybe I shouldn't be wearing the events T-shirt. Oh right, right, and yeah. I don't usually wear an events T-shirt. Yeah, you that blend, uh, I, that It blends in.
1: Yeah, yeah. Ah. Uh, okay. Also, I want to ask a lot of questions in the in the groups. So I want to make sure I participate. I ask questions, I help out the. Um, the host. Right. And if I go... Well, I think it's genuinely helpful. And generally I want to be helpful yes. too. But it helps a lot when you're at a conference to go and volunteer yourself to the host. Hey, is there anything you need? Can I help out? Particularly right before the event starts, they might be looking for something. And if you can connect to the host, they'll usually include you if there is discussion because they, they've met you just moments before, but they've met you and they, those barriers are down. Yeah. Uh, the thing I do is at every conference, and this one was ha- had some technology that allowed it, uh, I make notes on everyone I meet. Oh. So when we met, immediately a friend of you, and on the app it allows me to make notes. So Did I you think, make notes? Yeah, yeah. So what I was my notes? notes? Uh, let's see. <laughs> Jerk. No, <it's>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I betcha. You're uh, going to talk too yeah. much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: let's see. Let's see here. What it says? Uh, oh, it just says met at the... Uh, the Wings Squad event. So I, t- I find out, but that was one thing at, at a minimum I write in where we met. Mm. So I'll, I'll, it will trigger in my mind, oh, that's right, we met at the, the storytelling meetup or this meetup or we met at lunch or dinner.
0: Yeah. Do you forget sometimes?
1: I forget a lot, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so, as a matter of fact, in my notes, I, I, I use, a, I have an iPhone and in my contacts there are n- notes available and, and now every single person that I meet, I make a note about them. Oh, really? Where they were referred to me by this person or we met at this event or they came to a, an engagement where I was speaking, I make a note
0: about every single person. And do you use a normal contact app on yeah. your phone? For Can space. I see how, how, yeah. how, how you do it? So it's just like the notes, the notes section and you just yeah. add that in. Exactly. So yeah. what kind of notes do you, will you take down? I'll show you. Uh, I hadn't done this for many years,
1: so a lot of my contacts don't have notes. Mm. But if we find who is someone that I've just met recently...
0: So why do you think this is 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 good?
1: Uh, because it, what happens is you m- tend to meet so many people that everyone kind of blurs together. Mm. Uh, particularly the 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 weak connections, the weaker connections, the strong connections you remember those people very well. Right. But the weak connections. So here's one. Just this, this guy was referred by has a note. Oh, even refer-
0: a, you even put a date.
1: I put the date in. Yeah. Oh wow. So the, now it goes back about I think I started about five or six years. Yeah, about six years ago. I think the oldest one I've seen recently. No, no, seven years ago. Right. was 2011, just recently. I saw one, that was 2011. And I write in where we met, maybe some notes about them to help to, to remember. But there, there was a study done in 1972 called The Strength of Weak Ties, and it was done by some researchers in Stan, at Stanford. And basically, what, it, what the, the test was that what they did, they gave a group of people who had strong ties. The strong ties were defined by... Uh, people I think who saw each other at least three times a week, maybe church, maybe school, maybe they worked together, Those that group would, all had strong ties. So they were assigned a task of getting envelopes to other people with names that were recognizable. So h- how do I get th- these 50 envelopes to these people? And then the group of weak ties, so fewer than three times a week. And what they found was that the group with weak ties was much su- more successful in getting those envelopes to those recognizable people mm. than the group with the strong ties. And the theory was... That the group with the strong ties, they were all tied together. Most of their connections were together. And the group with the weak ties were so disparate that, that it was easier to get connections out of that group. Got it. So for me, I always try to keep those the, the people with the weak ties, I try to stay connected with them. Because those are really the strength of your network is really in your weak ties. the People that you, you don't see that often. Right. But you stay in touch with. You touch base with them on, on some level. So one of the things I do is... Anyone that I, I feel like I have a good enough connection with that I could uh, either give them a call or text them on their birthday, uh, that's what I do. If I know their their birthday, I'll send them a, either a text or a, make a phone call. And I have an app that keeps track of that.
0: it uh, called a birthday app? <laughs>
1: it's, it's, it's a big list here. So I have, I'm just opening up now. Oh, there huh. um, It shows me
0: birthdays.
1: 431
0: Wait, this is a to-do list app though,
1: right? It's a, a yeah, it's a to-do app, but I just keep I use it to keep my birthdays, you know? Oh. And then I have actually I'm transferring over to another one so I have another uh, 200 there. So I probably have 600 some birthdays.
0: Wait,
1: what is this app? This 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 app is called Remember the Milk. I'm and moving
0: then, And then the new one
1: is this the reminders app in Apple. Oh. So I'm transitioning to that one the, Is it uh, better? Uh, well, I'm paying for the Remember the milk, and there's no reason to pay for it if all it's keeping are the birthdays.
0: Oh, and you're you're paying monthly.
1: Yeah, paying it's it's only twenty five dollars a year. It's not that oh, much. Oh, still, yeah, but, but like, yeah, it's that you don't need to spend. I don't need to spend it. Yeah, when yeah. when it had this, the, the reminders app is perfect. Yeah, it, it's. But also, fun. I
0: saw that you have things things tree, right?
1: I do. Yeah, yeah. Do you use that? That's my. That's really my task list. That's what I use to categorize my tasks, and I have oh. all kinds of different uh, uh, areas of focus so all my tasks fall under some area of focus. And then I have reminders and ticklers. Interesting. And I yeah. also have Because uh, uh, I was looking context. at
0: Things tree before, yeah. and it seems like, because oh, the design is beautiful. Yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. Um, I use to-do. Oh, yeah, yeah. And apparently what to-do have is all the functionalities without the design. Okay, yeah. Um, but, um, so you could do something like... Um, put notes on it and then, yeah. and then due dates of course but they have tags yeah as so same text, thing right but right? yeah, yeah. well, what's really cool about it is there's location yeah so, oh you yeah. have location as yeah. well so it's yeah. like if you go close to a location you'll, yeah. you'll pop up yeah oh wow exactly. so, like, yeah. Uh, so it's like it's almost the same huh?
2: yeah
0: so this is the uh, yeah alert uh, and then um, you can attach apparently you can attach mails and URLs which I never use cool, yeah, um, yeah. Okay, so that have all that. Okay, yeah, yeah. I just think I don't know if I, cause it's gonna be quite a pain to yeah. to switch. But it's always nice to sort of like clear, look at it or to do. Yeah. It's like a, like how do it every year, like yeah. house cleaning. Yeah, yeah. Just so like, oh, maybe that was sure. that thing was pretty cool that I wanted to do before. Now yeah. I can do it now. Yeah, yeah. That's always nice. But that is why I keep the birthdays in
1: a separate list. That's really only birthdays, because that's different than my task list. Mm. But every day I usually have, I guess on average, but average would be about two
0: phone calls or texts a day. So it's mm-hmm. not much time. And do you use, do you use a um, um, relationship manager? Like a yeah, relationship right. app? Salesforce. Yeah. Oh, you use Salesforce. Yeah. Okay. Well, oh, that's quite expensive, isn't it? it yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. Like, like, but that's the one that you, why do you use Salesforce? Is it Hops Law at all? Very comprehensive. And
1: for my business, I attach all of my client information in there, uh, all the policy
0: information, everything. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. Okay. Got all it. quotes, Got it. everything, yeah.
0: Okay, so that's that's more business, and then this is more personal stuff.
1: Uh, actually, my task, my uh, things three, I use for business and personal.
0: Oh, okay. No, but what about the birthday uh, one uh, on
1: reminders? That birthdays? Well, that's uh, business and personal relationships. All my connections mm. are in the
0: birthday list. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Cause um, basically, I, cause I was, I was, I was um, <laughs> This one of the things I was kicking about this, year was also about. Uh, relationships and um, I could show you what I do so I, so i 'm actually like hacking Evernote to, oh, yeah, to do yeah. that yeah. Uh, so I create a, a notebook um, and then uh, call um, contacts or whatever mm-hmm. um, and basically each note is um, a a person mm-hmm. and what I really like about that is because I can put where, the, where I meet the person where the person's from then I can like when I go to a city, I'll be like, okay, Austin. Yeah, and then like, yeah. that all pops out. Yeah. And I could like, oh, okay, okay, yeah, shit, this is not, this was not, this is not. And then also I have like a master list uh, where I categorize into uh, uh, tribes and like more extended. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I have different levels in there. Yeah. yeah. So it's way too complicated. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that's like the thing that I use so far and, and I don't need to pay for Salesforce. because yeah. And it's yeah, something I have Evernote for. Yeah, it is expensive. How much <laughs> pay Uh I think I pay... Well, I
1: have a license for my, myself and my assistant. I th- think it's 250 or $300 a license, so it's five or $600. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, a year.
0: That's, oh, yeah. Okay, that's okay. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. not terrible. It's not terrible. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was like $1,000. Maybe it's like you have more features that you can add on, right? So it is. There, there, are
1: definitely different levels. We don't need all those levels. Yeah, that's true. Got it. Got it. Yeah.
0: But, but, you have you thought about look, looking at HubSpot versus Salesforce?
1: Uh, I, when I did the research about three, two years ago, something maybe three years ago, uh, uh, Salesforce was the my, the best fit for me at the time. So I've just mm. stayed, I've just committed to it.
0: Yeah, I got it. I got it. Yeah, because it's also the the cost of system the, yeah, switching, transition costs. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Do you have anything else you want to add for your networking? Uh, Networking.
1: Oh, let's see. So, make notes. I make notes on everybody. Mm -hmm. And uh, I try to, so at the events, I try to make sure, well, I should say when I go to a networking event, normally the the rules will be a little bit different for for this type of event. But when I go to a networking event, I go in with a goal. So, what I noticed that when I was networking back in the day, I would go in, I would see friends, I would talk to my friends, and I would leave the event and I would think that's a horrible event. I didn't even get it. I didn't even meet anybody new. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's my own fault. And I didn't go into the goal. So if I go into the goal of either meeting two potential referral partners right. or one potential client, then my I'm always successful because mm-hmm. I make sure I hit those targets. Mm. So at this event, I didn't have the same target because I wasn't intending to find clients or referral partners. Yeah.
0: What was your target.
1: But well, my, my target was the people who weren't like me. Uh, you know, those, those five, you know, the, those five characteristics of the people who are are like me who are in my tribe right now, I wanted to break outside that and find people with different perspectives. Got it. So I would try to identify at least one person in each meetup I went to who was different than me in some way. Okay. And I I I think I was successful in every one. I don't I don't think there are any meetups where I didn't meet somebody new mm. who wasn't exactly like me. Yeah. And, uh, and I had some connection with.
0: Okay. Yeah, but so if you go along that line of um, you are the average of five person hang out with. Yeah. And so what's, what does that give you if you hang out with more diverse people? More perspective. Ah. Uh, so think, think about things from a different angle. Right, exactly, yeah. 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 Yeah, I have a very certain perspective right
1: now. And it's very solid because all the people around me are like me. So my thought is that if I can uh, diversify my tribe, then I can
0: ha- have uh, more perspective. Right. But say, for example, if I would want to recommend you some people that I think you would like and enjoy and hang out with, yeah. you wouldn't be able to give me like, here's the thing that I like about this people. It doesn't matter if it's black, white, woman, male. But there's other criteria. You don't have that for your. S- Do you have that? Uh,
1: well, certainly. I mean, certainly they have to be now oh you know, honesty and integrity is really important right. as well so they have to have those those basic characteristics but i appreciate it more when they also have when when they've lived their life in a different way so
0: they have a different perspective mm. okay so honesty and integrity is foundational Definitely. and then if they live their life in different way then that's like a uh, charity on top of the cake Exactly, that's a bonus yeah ah uh, got it got it got it uh so i really want to talk about um your follow-up strategy
1: yeah so uh a matter of fact after the conference i was hoping to do it today it'll happen tomorrow instead uh, i will go through my my list well i did i did about half of it i went through my list oh, yeah. entirely i okay. made sure that the people that i want to stay in touch with i connected on social media mm. so uh, the the app has a uh Everyone's social media listed right under their name. So I went to Instagram and I went to Facebook and connected with those people who were the most important. Mm. Uh, next thing I'll do is I'll transfer those names and uh, probably email addresses if I can into my contacts. And I will write in there, met at this event. did We did the wing squad together. Right. Or attended Marsha, yes, Marsha, Marsha. And a few other notes. Those will now, for tomorrow then, they'll go into my contacts list so that they're with everybody else. So will all be in the same... Everyone's in the same system, mm-hmm. which makes it much easier to find. Mm. I also put in the, the city that they're in, so that mm. if I'm headed to Singapore, oh, I yeah. immediately... Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, I would remember that you're in Singapore. But <laughs> let's say Austin. So a few people in Austin, right. that it might not trigger in my head what, who those people are, but in the Context uh, app, I can type in Austin, and it will pop up pop the three up. or and four people. And even if you
0: put it in, in Notes, it will pop up. Right, exactly, yeah. Exactly. Oh, right. that's kind of cool. Yeah. That's neat. So then I can... But I think the one thing that the Context to have is the 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 reminders function, so if it has, then it can tell you about the birthday. Then you don't even need to use reminder, right? Uh, That is true.
1: That's true. If they had that, you could. Well, no, I take that back. I believe there is. If I put someone's birthday in the right place in context, I think it does pop up my calendar. No, but then everyone
0: pop up in your calendar, but there's some you want to pop up and some you don't.
1: Uh, That's true. Yeah, I guess you could. You you wouldn't have to put their birthday in if you didn't care. Yeah, calling, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true.
0: Oh and, and what do you do with the birthday thing? I know about but like, so, you know. So depending
1: on the on the strength of the relationship, I will either call them or text them usually. Uh, and on the iPhone I'm able to send a video te- uh, text, a video me- voice memo, sorry. Vo- voice memo, not video. Uh, and, and I try to do that because even so the people who I who I, I feel more connected with I'll give them a phone call because normally the people who call you on your birthday are people that, who are your friends. Mm.
2: Uh,
1: and then that second tier, I will if I can, I'll send them a voice memo because I think hearing the voice makes you feel more connected. Yeah. And then for people who don't have, uh, who aren't on the Apple uh, uh, system, I'll just send them
0: a text. Or you would also even send them a text. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Have you X people out yet? Uh, yeah, yeah. And and how was your what's your frequency of looking at the entire list and Xing out?
1: Uh, usually every year when I come to the birthday, if I come to someone that i feel like the relationship has soured in a way or they they've done something that they're, they're, I've, i realize there's not the integrity there that i, that I thought there was mm. when i see their birthday pop up i'll just cross them off for the future so they won't they won't pop up again ah uh, so every year someone everyone gets a look every year i guess
0: yeah do you
1: do you, you also delete it from your phone contact list uh, no i never delete anyone from my phone contact because i want to make sure that it if they're calling me, it pops up who they are. Or if I, or if I need to search <laughs> for it, it's in there.
0: Right, right, that's true. Yeah, I guess you don't need to delete it, huh? Yeah. yeah and then it's not like there's extra space or you know, it yeah, takes Exactly, up yeah, exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe we can, I mean, we we should leave the real estate thing because you are expert at that uh, <laughs> uh, for a later time. But let me see how much time we have here. Ooh, I want to talk a little bit about the. Your transition as, as a business, you know, when you were doing the um, life insurance, mm-hmm. yeah, transiting that to right now the, the what, what do you, how do you call Health it? Health insurance. Health insurance for employees. Yeah. yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, How did, why did you do it? And, and how, tell me about the transition. So let's yeah, start with yeah. why did you do it? I wasn't very good at it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ultimately, I, 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 I wasn't very good at life insurance and I didn't enjoy it. I could have made a living, but it it, w- it felt like a lot of work to me, and it was a lot of nighttime activity, mm. and you get basically paid on every sale, but the the uh, residual uh, income is there, but it's very, very small, Yeah. so you have to build up quite a bit. So in, in life insurance business, I think the number was you had to have about, uh, was it uh, 3,000 clients or something like that, somewhere around that number. Okay. So after a few years of it, I was realizing that I wasn't very good at it and I didn't enjoy it. Right. What was the
0: number when, and how many years was
1: it? Oh, I was, uh, I think I spent four and a half, five years in that business. Okay. And I, I, I mean, I, I hit uh, some production levels that, that allowed me bonuses and trips and stuff like that. But it, just, it, it was a lot of work. It was a lot of effort and, and I wasn't enjoying it. And I didn't see that it was going to get better on the horizon because I kept having to go out and hunt all the time. And my feeling was I wanted to have relationships where I would see people more than... like uh, the, the, On average, people buy life insurance once every seven years. I wanted to have discussions with people more often than that. So as I realized that this wasn't the right fit, I did a, an analysis of what else could I do, and what else... what else With the, the knowledge I had, the relationships I had, what could I move into? What, what move
0: are some through? of the options on, on, the, on that...
1: that- Twenty years ago, so I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, I <laughs> hard, hard to remember. Top three, five, I, 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 I know uh, buying. What was of the close ones? Uh, well, buy, I know buying a franchise was on there. Like a. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, something like, like a, a food, franchise? food franchise was on there. Wow. Just because I knew some people who had done it, so okay. I knew it was an option. Yep. Um, boy, that's been so long ago. My memory's so bad that that's I funny. don't recall. But, uh, <laughs> but but it was clear that that health, transition to health insurance was e- easily the best option. Because I could use the contacts I had and the knowledge I had, and and risk management is risk management, whether it's life insurance or health insurance, right? It's risk management. But you can also do financial planning. Well, that's true. Actually, that is true. Uh, actually, and I was doing a little bit of that. I had my Series yeah. Seven stockbroker's license at the time, hmm. so I could have transitioned so to you that. A stock,
0: uh, uh, real estate.
1: Uh, uh, that's true. At the time, I wasn't doing much real estate. Okay. I didn't know much. About, I owned my own house, but I didn't know about real estate investing at the time. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was a clear option to move into health insurance. It was steadier income, and you're seeing everyone once a year, and it's, it's all residual income. Yeah. So there's no, I don't get the big spikes that I used to get on life insurance, but it's
0: very steady income. Which is actually better. Yeah, I think so. Because people, uh, there's research that says that people are reading the lottery. <laughs> like, right, right, exactly, yeah. Yeah, exactly. just lose it all. Yeah. Use it all, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, and so that was then in 1999, so almost, yeah, 19, almost 20 years ago now, mm-hmm. I started that, and it, the transition was a, a good one. I, it, within the six months, I was making more in that business than I was making in the life insurance business. Mm. I was happier. Also, life insurance business was a lot of nighttime activity. I'm seeing people at their dinner tables helping them try to figure out what is the best policy for them, right. for the husband and wife. Uh, health insurance is daytime activity, so I'm talking about business owners, mm. and it's in the daytime. So I freed up my nights to do uh, stuff that I wanted to do.
0: Also, I feel that you're also probably interacting with a higher caliber of people. Yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah. And people who have experience with health insurance, so I don't have
1: to, the the sales uh, cycle is different, and it it takes a little bit less education and more problem solving. Whereas with uh, life insurance, a lot of education. Telling them what different policies are like. Yeah. And,
0: yeah. So when they come to you, they probably already uh, already know what this is about, yeah. and they have done a liberal research. And you pretty much just like is there to like close it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Almost everybody in, in America is is familiar on some level with employer sponsored health insurance plans. Oh yes. Wh- yes. Whether they've had one or or put one in place, they they're familiar at some level.
0: So why would they if they were- would they have one already? Like why would they want to come to you? But uh, old guy.
1: Yeah, maybe their other broker isn't uh, diligent. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's not on top of it. Isn't? Hasn't been fixing problems or caused a problem. Sometimes. Uh, right. I had a client that I took over uh, very quickly once I met him. Their old broker yelled at the uh, at the administrator at the, at the, <laughs> the office manager uh, because he felt like he was in a higher position than the office manager, and at this company, the office manager was the one who was making all the decisions. Oh, yeah so when he yelled at her, the owner
0: stepped in and said, "Nope, you're fired oh, okay. and so then they hired me great yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so talk, tell me talk to me a little bit about the the, the transition um, to this uh, health insurance um, thing and how do you go about acquiring new clients
1: Good question. so the transition was uh, was fairly simple. Uh, what I did was I just called up all my my a clients, my best clients for life insurance and said I'm uh, adding another service. I'm going to be helping people with their employer-sponsored health insurance plans. Do you mind if I ask who handles the health insurance at your employer? Sometimes they were the uh, owner, and I just talked to them. Right. But sometimes uh, they weren't. And they, if, if they were an A client, we had a good relationship, they would they were more than happy to help me out. Mm-hmm. The thing is, most people that in your circle want to help you out. They just don't know how to. Yeah. So when I identified, here's how you can help me out by introducing me to the uh, HR manager at your mm. office, they were glad to do it. Right. Uh, so then I just uh, would reach out to these people and say, I know that you have to renew your health insurance every year. You probably have someone that you talk to already. I don't want to step on anyone's toes, but would you mind if I put in, if I submit a proposal on your next renewal? Mm. And most people said, oh yeah, sure. Uh, and some people even said, well, we don't really have a good bro- relationship with our broker. You can be our broker right away. Oh wow. So yeah. So it was a very easy transition uh, part of it was I was too dumb to know that it was going to be difficult, and so <laughs> so I just went in blindly and asked these people for
0: right. For that's great. Yeah, I mean, yeah. some people just talk themselves out of things too.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was too dumb to to be able to talk myself out of it.
0: Yeah. No. I I I could have similar stories about like me doing stuff that, like, wow, this is way harder to do than I thought, and I was just like, well, I already started. I gotta finish it now. Right. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't really scope out how difficult it was <laughs> probably good yeah well i, I, I finished it yeah <laughs> and how do you find go about acquiring uh new clients uh all referrals
1: actually awesome. since i started even before, when i was in the life insurance business huh. it was all referrals uh, i used to make a lot of cold calls as people Whoa. do in that life insurance business um, and i had a, some bad experiences cold calling Ooh. Uh, people yelling at me and I just thought this isn't worth my time i, I the connections I have uh, and the as relational as I am I need, need to use that and spend less time finding people who have, need pro- have problems to solve and more time solving the problems because that's what we really want to do we all want to solve problems so yeah. why was I wasting so much time finding well, the problems well good point
0: I do Touché. Touché.
1: <laughs> but most professionals want to solve problems yes more, they want to spend more time solving problems than finding problems to solve. Uh, so I went to my, to my manager at the time and said, you know, I, I, I just, I, this isn't working for me. I need to figure out some relationship, Otherwise, yeah, yeah. Some, some referral program I can put together. Uh, and so we worked on a referral program, and I started asking people after the after the sale, I'd ask them for connections. And oh, it was a whole method and, I had. And yeah. was there no referral program before you came along? I would ask, but I wouldn't really, I wouldn't go deep. I would say, hey, if you know anybody who needs life insurance, let me know. That was right. The so, how does going deep look like? So, what I would do, I had a lit, I had a sheet of paper, and I would say, now, hopefully, you had a good experience. And, and, and this, again, this is me remembering 20 years ago how what I did. But right, right, right. I, said, I mean, there's
0: probably a script too.
1: And, uh, yeah, there, and there was a script that I had memorized at the time. Right. I basically said, you know, I, I appreciate you, you uh, letting me. Be the one who helps you. I hope you had a good experience. They would usually say, uh, affirm that. I'd say, you know, if if you happen to come across anyone else who needs life insurance, would you have any hesitation on on making an introduction (laughs) to me? And they'd usually say, no, 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 I wouldn't have any hesitation at all. Right. Okay. But there's a,
0: there's a, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah,
1: Go for it. And so then the transition was what I had scripted, and it's not scripted now, but uh, it was essentially, okay, and I took out a piece of blank paper, and I'd say, I'm just going to give you a few triggers. Now, I'm not writing down here people that you're going to refer me to, but I just want to write down a few names of people that might help you think of other, other uh, people who could possibly need life insurance. So usually we, you know, we talk about people, what, life insurance that, yeah, transitions in life. So who, who do you know who just had a baby? And then I would put my pen on the paper, and I would <laughs> shut up. Okay. And-, and I would be dead silent until they said a name. And even if they started to qualify and say, well, they don't really... I said, no, I'm just writing down names. That's all right. You, you don't, we're not gonna, we're, you're not going to refer to me, all these people. Who do you know who just got married? I'd do the same thing. Who do you know who just bought a house? Who just bought a business? Who just sold a business?
0: You just got 10 refer right there on yeah, the spot.
1: exactly. And then, <laughs> then, then after that, I would go through and say, now, are there any of these people uh, that, that you would not want me to reach out to? And I would cross those people off. There would be two or three that do say, oh, I don't, that's my boss. I don't know about... Right, you know. right that relationship and then then i just kind of go through and i dig a little deeper get at least a phone number or an email and um and then at, i didn't used to do that at the, the time but now what i would do is i would say do you mind if i send you an email that you can co- you can mess with it however you want you can uh retool it but it's something that you could just send to me and that person at the same time mm. so it'd be like hey i just Maybe want it's super easy for super easy exactly because they've got other things to do yeah, a- yeah. And, and and if they craft an email it might not be what I want them to craft. 100%. So if I can craft it in a oh. way that's simple,
0: yeah. yeah. I do the same for yeah. my uh, uh, introductions yeah. too. Yeah. Right, when I ask for interview recommendation. Right, yeah. yeah. I go on Facebook and I'll find their name and see if they have any new mutual friends. If I know the mutual friends good connection, I'll reach out like, hey, uh, I saw you know this person. Uh, I'd like to re- reach out to them for an interview. Uh, do you think you can make the connection? Uh, I have a script that you, know, you can use if you Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: Oh, but you just did some uh, great maneuvering over at the, the questions that you asked. Yeah, and it helped a ton. And I started getting
1: all these referrals. I spent a lot less time on the phone trying yeah. to find people. Um, and some of those people didn't work out, of course. But I, I, when I called, I was try, I tried to be very passive about it too. I said, "Hey, you know, I I was just talking to Brian. They, he mentioned that that you just had a a baby, and and." Possibly might be interested in, in looking at life insurance. If you're not, I totally understand. But if you are, I'm here for you as a yeah. resource. Uh, happy to help.
0: Yeah, so you, you already say uh, uh, you understand that situation. Mm-hmm. You understand that you're a nuisance when you're, yeah, you, right, you're, you're calling so, yeah. them. And you're being very, very careful about like, treading that. Yeah. Uh, and, and you also want to make sure that the other person, your, the person that re- refers you, uh, is have, have a good reputation yeah, exactly. like, down the road. That doesn't hurt their reputation. Yeah, that doesn't hurt their reputation. Oh yeah, that's 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 yeah. go. And we're great. And so So you, you learned that from manager or you yeah. cr- Well we worked on
1: it together, yeah. We we ah, yeah, okay. yeah.
0: Okay. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. And yeah, well and, and so it's just what you remember, so you might be even That's true, exactly. Yeah, even better. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah.
1: It definitely was more polished. Uh, and, and then I used that into the health insurance business as well and so at, then at some point I didn't need to proactively ask for referrals they were coming in at a, at a rate that I that was sus- very sustainable
0: oh and, and you know what it is also because um, you have already helped them do the thinking mm-hmm. when you yeah, ask them yeah. those questions exactly. um, and so and the category of people that you want uh, uh, from so it, most people would just think of like people like me yeah right exactly so, yeah. right but you actually actually had the small categories yeah. than that yeah, yeah. Um, there's a book called,
1: oh, I can't think of the book right now. I'll, I'll, before the end, I'll try to find. What is about? it about? Well, it, in the event, uh, Craig Elias is, is the author, and I'll, I'll think of the name of the title of the book, but he talks about something called trigger event selling. Oh, interesting. And what he says is that people buy based on triggers more than anything else. And so for life insurance, the example actually that he uses in the book, mm-hmm. he says that there are a few triggers that cause people to consider their life insurance. Oh, Having a baby, getting married, yeah. buying a house. Yeah. Those, and he goes through a list of a few other things. So those are the top three, though. And he said, if you can help people identify those triggers for whatever that is in your business. And you, in, in every business, there are triggers that cause people to reach out to you. If you can help people identify those triggers, it'll be much easier to get referrals. Oh, yeah. Because if I say,
0: uh, Brian, who do you know who needs health But insurance? that only applies when it's a trigger-based um, that, that, that thing that you need to buy. Is a, a life events trigger. That's he he
1: says that everything is based on triggers. Oh really? Every, every every decision to buy a product or service is based on oh, some trigger. Okay. And if you can identify those, so, if, so if, let's use it when I was in life triggers.
0: Well, how about let's use sales, Salesforce? Salesforce. So yeah. uh, so. What would be that trigger?
1: So starting a business, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to need a contact management system. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a pretty easy one. I'm trying to think of what other their other triggers would be. Uh, well, take, uh, you know what? Uh, buying a business or new management. Mm. If a business has new management, they probably want to retool some things, and a new
0: uh, CRM would would
1: right. be appropriate.
0: Well, that's, a, that's a great way to sort of narrow down um, the niche, the niches that you can like put more effort and focus into, and you know, yeah. like, do more sales. Yeah. And, exactly. yeah. Into into that area. Oh, that's great. And so that's what I found. If I ask people, "Hey, who, do you
1: know anybody who needs life insurance?" Mm. They just glaze over. They have no idea, right? Because I wouldn't. I, how a, a layperson? How they do probably don't talk about life insurance. to yeah. Their
2: friends.
1: Yeah. So someone doesn't say, "Hey, I need life insurance. Do you know anybody?" Oh, uh, <laughs> no. yeah. But if I say, "Who had a baby? Who got married? Who just moved into a place?" Right. A lot of names can pop.
0: Ah, that's yeah. That, well, thank you. Yeah. That's that's pretty good. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna spend, and I mean, our time is up. But um, yeah. we I want to talk a little bit about um. Uh, we can well, the real estate thing. Let's yeah. let's save it for another yeah. day. And plus, my mom would love it because. Oh, yeah. Um. And also the introspection. I may. I might leave that for another day. Yeah. I think that's also a great. Sure. Yeah. Um. You know what? Should. We, let's talk about that.
1: You okay? Sure.
0: Yeah. Well. Okay. Yeah. So you do a lot of introspection. I okay, I spoke yeah. to uh Wifey. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she was telling me like, wow, way more than me. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: so do you want to start me off on the daily one and then move on to week and then you have month and, yeah. and year? Yeah. So how does, yeah. how does that look like?
1: Uh, so da- on a daily basis, I have a morning routine that includes some introspection, some some silence and solitude. And So every day I look towards, I look at the day prior and the day ahead and just, try to set myself in the right place Um, and that's that is important because that's kind of where the rubber meets the road on a daily uh, how long did you spend uh, 20 minutes
0: okay yeah so it's
1: not really long no Uh, but it's 20 minutes more than I was spending before so (laughs) (laughs) and over the course of you know over the course of the week that's a little over two hours yeah Um, then we also have a couple's introspection so every week on Sunday morning we go have coffee Starbucks and we usually walk up there if it's a decent day that that walk takes about 30 minutes Mm -hmm. walk up there and we have a list uh, we go through we have a a marriage mission statement so we go through a mission statement then we have a list of questions that we ask each other
0: oh you have a marriage mission statement oh yeah
1: yeah yeah. what yeah oh please please share yeah
0: oh wait we also need to get your get your um, personal 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 mission mission statement statement. yeah 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 so how do you wait so let's go back to the daily one a little bit yeah because um you have the personal mission statement. How, so other than, other than, um, other than the re- re- introspection, what are the, what are the things you do, uh, with that? Yeah. So, uh, there was a book, oh
1: goodness, I'm gonna forget his name, of course, <laughs> called, uh, uh, and everyone who's listening to this will probably know the, the, the author's name, but it's called uh, Miracle Morning, Hal Elrod. Oh,
0: Hal oh, yeah, Elrod, yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And he talks about, he has, uses, uh, Savers, silence, S-A-V-E-R-S, which is silence, affirmation, visualization, exercise, read, and scribe. And so it's included in that is certainly time for the the silence, Mm -hmm. time for introspection. Uh, In addition, I do use um, Headspace, the app Headspace for uh, meditating every day for about 10 minutes at least.
0: So Headspace meditate for 10 minutes and and then introspection. Yep, exactly, yeah. And then where does a personal mission statement come in?
1: Uh, personal mission statement is in, I think I had. Well, I think it would probably come under visualization in in his uh, category here. And then I can tell, read my my personal mission statement here. So this was this has been developed over the years. And usually, instead of a a uh, what do you call it? Uh, annual um, or the. Uh, one of the things people do at first of the year can, uh, resolution. Resolution. Thank yeah. you. I can't even think of it because I don't do it. But <laughs> <laughs> so in, instead of resolutions, one of the things is I, I I ask myself, can I enhance my mission statement in any way? So some of these lines have been added over the years, but it is here. It
0: is. Wait. So let's before we start Wait, that, sorry. how how did how did that come about, and why why is that supposed to mission statement? I don't know. If we have time for the whole thing because it's oh. a long story.
1: But uh, oh. I, I I got out of a relationship. Okay. Right before I was supposed to get married. Yeah and uh, it oh ten, right before he was 10 ahead. days from the from the wedding yeah oh, wow. uh, so maybe another podcast cuz that's a long story but oh my god <laughs> but it was a time uh, the good thing about it was a time for me to reinvent myself mm. uh, i happened to be reading that could have been 7 habits at that time possibly 7 habits 7 habits yeah exactly Stephen Covey, yeah already. yeah and in it i believe that is the the book i was reading at the time he talked about a personal mission statement and I thought, well, this is a perfect time to write a personal mission statement. Because mm-hmm. I'm reinventing myself. I feel like I'm, I'm not entirely where I want to be. It's a major change. I can determine where, who I want to be and create that person. Oh. So I created a mission statement. And I think I only had a few lines at the time. Right. So now I've added. Every couple of years, I seem to add a line.
0: <laughs> yeah. So how, why, do, why would you? you want to add a line? Like what? what what's the impetus? Uh,
1: if it? I find a hole in it. If I find a hole in my mission statement, i identified something. Oh, I didn't think about this. Okay. Or if something's just not right anymore, I might change it. I might
0: edit it. Got it. All right. So please uh, so, present.
1: Yeah. So, I'm, yeah, far from perfect. Not, not, not quite there yet. So no, I think, <laughs> I I think guess, you
0: are way better than 80%. <laughs> well,
1: someday, hopefully, I'll have a perfect mission statement. I, I, don't I think not think they will, not the to, will come. <laughs> I, think, I think you're right, yeah. Definitely, and it it's not today, for sure. Uh, so here it is. To love myself... To enrich the lives of all those who cross my path and inspire them to greatness. To go through life with a smile on my face and a twinkle in my eye. To be the friend known as caring and always willing to listen empathetically. To my business associates and clients be a fair and honest person. To remember that inside everyone is a good person. We all grow from the same seed. To be able to say, I did my best. To be loyal to those absent to maintain unquestionable character, to effectively and accurately communicate my feelings, to remember who I wanted to be and live up to my potential, and then to live my life with humor, integrity, courage, discipline, fidelity,
0: and proactivity. Well, I think we should uh, end the podcast right there. Perfect. All right, it's over, folks. I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode as you, I was hearing this episode I was traumatizing I was biting my tongue and I wish not to have released this episode but I did so as usual all show notes links books can be found on the website brianvictor.com brian for why and if you have any misfits you'd like to hear from feel free to drop me an email thank you again so much for giving me your time you could be anywhere in the world but you're here listening to this podcast and have a fantastic week ahead <music> We'll